Hey guys, you're listening to Journey to Truth podcast. Uh, this is another pop-up podcast. We had met Kathleen Haley at Camp Disclosure. It's really interesting how she ended up there. She didn't, she wasn't able to get a ticket because it was sold out because they had to reduce the capacity of, because of all that nonsense. She showed up anyway uh, and ran into, I guess, um, Christy or somebody. She brought this ET technology that I guess that you um, developed yourself. Yeah. And it's really, it's a really interesting story how you ended up there and the technology you brought ended up going into the silent auction and helping raise money for the conference anyway. And it's kind of just all divinely orchestrated. So yeah. uh, I guess you would call yourself a frequency alchemist, but we'll turn it over to you and let you describe what that is and what you do and what this technology is, because I'm excited to hear about it just as much as everybody else. Sure, sure. Um, all right. Well, I'll just kind of give you a little background on myself and then I'll, I'll lead up to camp disclosure and the whole thing and bring in the technology that I have right here as well. So, um, yeah, I'm what's called a frequency alchemist. And what that means is that my particular frequency, my energy actually have has what's called perfect pitch to it. And so what that means is that um, it aligns with all of the levels of frequency that are available. So when I come in contact with another person, there's this immediate zero point that happens. There's a matching of the frequencies that happens. And then as uh, when I do healing for people or, or, you know, sessions, I can adjust their energies and frequencies to this zero point because that's, that's the idea. And, and the idea of zero point is just the um, very present moment without judgment. And that's very important to get to, especially when we're talking about the ascension process, which we can get into if you want. Um, and so my story, a little bit of myself, is that I um, started out very young as a child. Some of the first uh, experiences that I had when my parents began to um, talk to me is that I would hear something come out of their mouth and then I would hear their thoughts and it was different from what came out of their mouth. And then I also felt their emotions, which was different from that. And so it was very confusing as to what was real, what was going on. So I, uh, I kind of went into my head. And fortunately for me, at about the age of six, my father, who was pretty awake, he was not as balanced individual, but he was fairly awake. And he uh, introduced us to transcendental meditation. And so I didn't realize at the time what exactly had happened, but Later, when I reflected back, um, when I would go into meditation, there were two people that would sit with me, and it was Jesus and Mary Magdalene, and we would sit like in a little triangle and hold hands, and as I was with them, then I would go even deeper, and it was at that point that I was taken to the Akashic Records, and I could see um, like these giant pillars and kind of this room, and that's when I met the Arcturians, the Andromedans, and the Council of Light, of which I work with later I didn't know who they were I just knew that something and I you know it was later in life that I reflected back that I'm like oh that's who it is you know so that yeah. this has kind of always been a bit of my my journey and uh you know I ended up becoming a massage therapist and through that work uh was really where a lot of this communication started to come in I had a lot of very interesting things taking place when I put my hands on people with a lot of different um, healing. Like I'll give you an example, one time, one of the first things that happened to me 
just in terms of communication. I'll get more with the Galactics because they were the ones kind of communicating with me, but I didn't know what was happening. I didn't understand the energy. So I had this particular client that came to me and she was uh, in her 80s and she, her daughter brought her to me because she was in a wheelchair and she was in this assisted living and she was struggling from moving from the wheelchair to the toilet, this kind of stuff. So she brought her to me and I had been working with her, but this particular day she brought her to me and she had um, got really went downhill. So I think she originally had a stroke, but then she had maybe another stroke. And so she went very downhill and she was really lethargic. And, and so anyway, she put her up on my table and um, she, her, her left leg would stick up in the air anyway. And she was, she was just really out of it. So I just put my hands on her head and I closed my eyes and suddenly I saw, like in my mind, I saw this um, like crack in her head. It was all this light coming out of it. And it was like this big kind of needle came and started stitching and was like stitching this. And then I saw these angelic figures around the table. And then she said, where's that singing coming from? <laughs> I was like, you know, so I guess she's hearing something. And uh, so I still just had my hands like this, but in my kind of mind's eye, I put my hand then on this now stitched area. And I saw this light like burst through her body and suddenly her leg went down and then she sat up and it was like, I mean, it wasn't like perfect, but she was totally different. And that was just kind of some, some of the things that were happening in the body, which was kind of cool. Yeah, I might need to. I might need to have you do a little something on my back. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, and and so I, that was just kind of a beginning of understanding about energy and frequency. I mean, I had been. This is a bit of like I said, what my energy was kind of doing naturally, and I was sort of seeing things and hearing things. And later, I ended up realizing that I did automatic writing, and it was during that time I had direct contact, and that's when the council came forward and told me about kind of this dual contract and different things that I was doing. And I began to have a lot of different contact with, again, these groups. I didn't know who they were at the time, but I could, I could feel them. I could tell the difference in the way they were communicating, both how my hand was moving and also the difference in the energy that was coming through. So um, fast forward to the frequency adjuster. I forget what year. So originally, actually, I had channeled um, from these this group when, I, when all this um, automatic writing was going on. They were telling me that they were. I was living in Virginia at the time, and they were telling me that they were going to move me from there to the south because all my energy was being used up in survival in that area. And they told me this whole thing that was going to happen. And that I would, I would meet this healer. I'd go to England. In England, I'd meet people that would show me the ropes in Florida, all of which happened. I got a phone call and ended up going to England, ended up meeting people there. And I also channeled a, a healing center. And actually, um, I thought it was my mission to create this healing center. And that was the original design of what became this frequency adjuster, which I'll show you. So, so I had come to Florida to try to create the center sat with architects, did a lot of different things to attempt to do it, but there was just a lot of interference. And a lot of that, I think, was because the energies that just didn't want something like that to come into play. So eventually, I got to a point in my own energy where I had been expanding of waking up more, and I was having difficulty 
kind of grounding it myself, finding that place, that zero point, because there was so many energies constantly interfering, you know. This time still, I didn't really understand the galactics. I knew that I'm having all this communication, but I didn't, it never occurred to me. I don't know, I just, I never really questioned anything, but I didn't really think, you know, aliens. I just, I don't know, I thought angels or guides. I'm not sure. I, it just never occurred to me. Sure. Uh, but I got to a point, like I said, that I, I, I felt like I couldn't um, really ground. And so I got this big download about this as uh, a tool. And, and then I, so I drew it. It happened very fast. I ended up, I drew it. I, I got a turnkey company actually, just like a, you know, an everyday company to listen to me. I'm going in there about this metaphysical instrument and all this. And they ended up, you know, doing the whole drawing, creating it. I actually have a full patent on it. Did full patent. Got all that super fast. And only did that because I was told to do it, to keep its integrity just for, because the timing, because it really came before it's time. And so, um, so what this is, is this, um, this is basically you without an ego. So this is made of uh, a very special wood. The wood is called babunga. It's the second highest frequency wood on the planet. The highest is called the, is the bonai tree, which is in the ashram, uh, but you can't make anything from that. So I was told use this one. This is very specific measurements. It's got 12 points on either side. This is uh, for the 12 um, grid, the actual grid that's around the earth, the aspects of ourselves. So it's 12 either end. This is the connection to source, connection to the earth. It's got 10 sides around it. Um, each side, we have 11 body systems. So each one of these corresponds to a body system. The first and the last are the same because you complete the circle. It has um, special crystals that are inside it. Show you a picture here. Hold on one second. Uh, this is what it looks like um, on the inside. You guys can see that. Oh, okay. So yeah. this, this is like a hollow tube in there with crystals. Yeah, with crystals. Uh huh. And and they're all very specific measurements. It's all two and three because it's all source and. And us, and so it's got um, Himalayan salt and selenite, and then tourmaline. So, so when this, when you attune to this, this aligns you with your perfect pitch frequency in within your body to all of your um, body systems, your chakra system, your connection to source of the earth. So that's what it's basically doing. That's super interesting, and I gotta say. Just from when I talked to you on the phone the other day, um, and then now, like every time I'm talking to you, the energy I feel, like when I was on the phone with you, my head was tingling the whole time. And now I always have, my body does something when there's a presence or something is around yeah. and I'm getting a hit with that so strongly right now. So I don't know yeah. if that has something to do with just who's with you or what, but I just wanted to take note of that. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, well, it's because I'm also very deeply in your energy, and so we're expanding it. That's what we're doing. Um, the The level of the particular energy that is me is very large, and I have uh, a lot of things that I'm doing, and that's why I'm downloading this. I also have a second one. Th this one actually aligns with what we'll call the human template, and then we have also an earth template. And, and we want to think about the template as – 
sort of the, the container in which our soul can create within. And there's unlimited abilities within the physical body for when, when we're in it, right? Our soul's in it to create. The only reason we have similarities in anybody else is because the collective has taken that as a belief system and we're kind of grabbing that as our own belief system. But we have the ability to create whatever we want when this is at a zero point. Because when this is at a zero point, see, our soul doesn't descend. Our soul is already at the higher frequency. It's the physical body that's doing the ascension. The physical body is at the 3D. So that's the idea of what you're feeling. Because, yeah, you can feel it. It's probably getting bigger because I can feel the energy totally coming in stronger and stronger. So uh, that idea of ascension is just a recognition more of your own multidimensional self interacting within the physical body. And as we continue to sort of move out those denser frequencies, and how we do that is at a zero point. That's what this is creating. That's why this is why I say timing now is so great for this, for people. They don't have to have it. It just makes it easier. So if you have this. You just you put your finger. So I did use, I used it for a few minutes at the conference. Um, but I, to be honest, everything was so chaotic. I was getting pulled 10 different directions. I really didn't have time to like tap in and feel what was happening. So explain how you actually use it. Yeah, I'll show you. Um, and actually what will happen is, is you're going to feel it because I'm going to, do it with you but okay. i'm giving it to you in your body so <laughs> you'll be experiencing it as though you're holding it okay um so you have your thumbs on either end and you have the infinity is to the right side of the body because that's that's like the masculine or the or the source and um so the flat the infinity is on what i call the flat space you sit here and then but the lines which are the body systems are on either side so they're they're the more risen Okay, so you start with the one where the infinity, you're almost covering the infinity. So this line here that's closest to your body, this is the cardiovascular system. So you have thumbs on either end, and then you'll put two fingers on this line. See so how like I'm going to cover that infinity. So two fingers, two fingers, and then we ohm. So I'm going to ohm, so ohm. So that's completely, and you can feel that, that's aligning the cardiovascular system. So what it does is like a calming, down. And so then you roll it away from you, and the next line is the um, digestion. So we'll do that. You feel it? I felt that. I felt that super strong. You feel that? Just again, it's kind of a calming. Are you feeling it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah I'm definitely it, feeling it. It's interesting when you do the um, uh Zoom. I guess you hit a frequency and Zoom cuts zoom. you out. Yeah, oh, that's funny. We hear, we hear the beginning of it and then it gets silent. But no, I definitely. I mean, I've been feeling something the whole time. But yeah, something's going on here. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. Well, I I mean, unless you want me to, I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But here's the thing is that what we what we're doing is is really a formality. I mean, it's good to do it. And I'll explain why in a second. But 
your an intent to have it and be participate it aligns you with it. You know, I'm aligning you guys with one right now and you may end up either receiving one or getting one, whatever, how that's going to work out. But you're already feeling it right now because it's already in the energy. But the other thing is, is it's me. So this technology is, is in me. So that's also, that's what I'm creating. That's why I was able to create this because this technology is me. And, and so I'm going to sidetrack a little bit of the conversation to Kent's disclosure because unless you have any questions, do you have a question or anything? Or? Uh, no, but I just want to know, or just let you know that I was, the reason I probably wasn't uh, feeling anything because I was using it totally wrong. Nobody had shown me. I, I just picked it up and was exploring with it. But now it makes sense why I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Or maybe you weren't aware that you were feeling it because usually what it is, is it's a very calming. Right now, I'm in a very elevated state with you and, and adjusting a lot of things. That's, that's what I said to you that my energy does is adjusting a whole lot. So it's bringing you into this zero point. So you've got a lot of things happening. Plus, there's a lot of opening. We have a lot of groups that are here. Definitely the Andromedans, Arcturians, Syrians, Pleiadians, they're all here. And the whole Council of Light, I mean, they're all here. Yeah. Feminine, masculine, telos. I mean, you name them, they're all here. Yeah, I'm really curious to see, like, I don't know, like, your level of contact with them. Obviously, um, it's pretty, I don't even know the word, but you're in contact with them. And do you receive messages for, like, humanity or is it just personal? How does that work? Well, uh, I have, like, a large... Um, we'll say, we'll call it a contract or an agreement being here. So I do both. I work uh, as, as this alchemizer. I alchemize frequencies and energies of the earth, the collective, the Akashic records, the Akashic records for um, individual and then earth and then universal as well because it's been expanding. I also have a new kind of thing coming in in my eye <laughs> that is bringing in um, new geometries that have never been here to the earth from uh, the multiverse that's actually clearing um, this kind of karmic loop that's been happening because of this fourth density energy that's been creating this whole false matrix. So yeah, I got a lot going on. <laughs> I do. And I'm, I'm working in the, the grid systems. I have um, part of this. So this will tie to the camp disclosure. So I, um, I recognize that not only with this technology, like I said, I have, I have another one that I'll, I'll show you real quickly. I'll show you what it looks like. And it's just, it's a drawing, but you'll see this. Um, so this is the latest one. This is the earth template um, design and, and you'll feel the energy if you sense energies at all. I just feel that it's, it's going to, it brings you right down into the earth. You'll feel it kind of pull, I can feel it. It pulls from the solar plexus through the digestion down into the earth. Wow. Can, you feel, can you feel that? I can feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So I'm going to, I'm going to make this into a piece of jewelry. So this is, this is the earth uh, template. Boy, so much energy. You guys have a lot of energy. Because so you have a lot around you as well. So there's a lot happening. And of course, nothing's coincidental. So it's very purposeful. We're working together because we're actually working. Sure, uh, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot going on in your guys' energy. Um, so part of, like I said, my thing is to uh, help 
realign ley lines and and the earth, not just the template, this template, but the grid systems and so on. So I have a lot of awareness about that because, you know, we are um, not on the earth, right? We're one with the earth. And so literally all the things that are going on in our body are affected by what's going on in the earth. And there's been a tremendous amount of stuff going on in the earth. There's a lot in the inner earth. And I guess, you know, I don't know how much you know about a lot of that, right? So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. All that stuff, right. So, um, so what I've been more recently guided to do was um, starting actually this year was put this frequency adjuster in the ground in several areas. So I had one ceremony that I did here in, I think it was in February um, with uh, some other people on a, on a mountain here, Mount Pisgah, that is like a pretty high frequency energy. And I did two, two different ceremonies there. One, we did a water ceremony. We opened up a portal and cleared. And it was through, it was at a place called DuPont Falls, which interesting enough, DuPont is the chemical company. And, you know, they're, they're one of the 12 families or whatever that's the part of the Illuminati. Oh yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah, so I so they so he has a DuPont forest here and so I was taken there. So we did um a clearing of like a water portal which began to clear some of the aquifers in the water so we're carrying frequencies through the water technology. And then I end up putting a frequency adjuster in the ground at the mountain and um I, I didn't even realize what was going to happen because because it is me suddenly i am my energy just ex went exponential because now i'm connected to the to the mountain and where i end up putting it was right at uh like a cross point of the divine of a masculine feminine um line but it was also related to a lot of the gender roles on the planet so it was to bring into um uh, a zero point that frequency of the gender roles because a lot of this has been imbalanced through this fourth density energy again they're wanting to confuse you to, to ultimately to make you be like a a drone you know a clone or something like that so so that was the first one and then i was also guided to go out into i was i was going to go to actually Machu Picchu and do a ceremony there, two, two different ones. I have kind of a behind the scenes ceremony that I do. And then one that I uh, do for people to, to experience. And I actually videoed it and I have an activation in relationship to it that I was gonna do in Masa Picchu, but then this whole COVID. So what I did is I, I, I used a Stargate that's in um, Florida, it was in South Florida, kind of near um, Lake Okeechobee, there's a Stargate. So I actually put a frequency adjuster. I put both of these technologies, that kind of drawing, and this one in, in the ground. And, um, the, and a ship actually came above. It was an Arcturian ship. It just looked like a giant cloud um, that was there. And so I did that one. Well, hang on a second. I just mm -hmm. have a question. So how do you identify these Stargates as... Um, how do you know exactly where that was at and how do you know where it leads? Just curious. I just feel it, you know, I just knew. Um, it's really more, um, well, you could say, um, how do I say that? So there are, there is channeling that is, um, you're kind of you and, you know, and there's, so there's lots of different ways in which channeling occurs. And then there's like this knowing and the knowing is you 
any galactic groups that you are in contact with, you're in contact with them because it's your lineage, because it's basically you. It's like an aspect of yourself more than kind of separate from you. Uh, so if you're kind of aware of that, then there's a, a knowing that comes to you, but it, it can kind of tear away from you depending on where you are. That's why we have so many different kind of channelers on the planet where some people, so they're not as necessarily themselves as aware, their hearts aren't necessarily as open. And you can meet people like that, right? That you can feel them. It's not like their heart is super open, but they're a great channel. Yeah. That, right. So that's kind of different. So for me, um, because I'm, I was always awake and so I'm pretty open and I've been very opened in that heart center. It's kind of more of a knowing sure. that happens, right? Yeah, James Golan talks about that. It's a, he calls it direct knowing. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's something you can't explain, uh, yeah. but you can achieve it. And there's really no way to explain it to somebody else who doesn't understand. Yeah. It. yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of the way it is. Well, it's just sort of a feeling and there, there's sometimes different things that lead up to it. And then you, usually what happens to me is I just get it, I just know I need to go do something. And then it more unfolds what it is that I'm doing and how. And sometimes it'll be a person will say, oh yeah, that's a Stargate or whatever. And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I knew that. Or I don't know, you know. So, sure. so yeah, so that's kind of how I knew. And it's interesting because, so just from a like human perspective, pretty much you can find them where there's military bases or some kind of military activity. Oh, yeah. like Vortexes. As yeah. A vor yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. They they yeah. specifically pick those locations because yes. of what's going on there. Exactly. And so, yeah. yeah. And so this particular place, it's got a weird vibe. Like you can't tell, but they're doing some kind of mining there. And, uh, and I just, I could just feel it. And when I got there and there was a helicopter that kept flying over watching me too. And the other person, which was very funny, just kept flying by and flying. I was like, hey, you know, watching. That's interesting. So yeah. let's segue to how you ended up at Camp Disclosure then. Yeah. Well, this is part of it. So I had done that there and then I did another one. And so with, with Z, during the, in the beginning of kind of the COVID, I, I came across her just on online and saw that she was doing this energetic vaccine and I felt her energy and then connected with her, didn't know her story. I don't know how much, do you know her story? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm literally reading her book right now. Oh yeah. 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 So for the people who are listening, wondering who we're talking about, Z Earth Star Healer, uh, we've actually had her we've on. We've had her on the show. Actually, yeah, yeah, we love Z. She's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I realized that um, she's Andromedan and all that, and so mm -hmm. that was kind of our connection. And so I felt this really kind of strong connection with her. I did not know. Um, I mean, I knew that we were going to connect together. I definitely felt that, but I didn't know that she had got a download about an actual dragon line that she was anchoring in. And um, I came to understand that I was also doing that. And really only from, I mean, to, to the, like you were talking about, how do you know? I just had knowing about doing certain things. So what happened was I had this, so I did this thing in Florida. I did another one here. And then suddenly I got this, I needed to go to, actually I thought I needed to go to Oregon. And I ended up um, 
flying into Eugene, Oregon and realized that Mount Shasta was just a short distance away. And so I said, I'm going to go to Mount Shasta. I didn't know that Z had was in Mount Shasta at the time that I was planning this trip. And then, uh, and that I was going to be there right after her ended up seeing her on Facebook and realized she was doing some ceremonials there. Still didn't really understand about the ley line that was doing, didn't even connect that I'm going to be there right after her. But I was. And so I ended up putting a frequency adjuster in the ground in Mount Shasta. And, and it was like, so when I put that there, I mean, I, it was, again, activation for star seeds and communication. And that's when these groups told me, they said, you need to stay here overnight because I wasn't going to stay overnight. And they said, because we're going to have more contact. And that night is when they came and I, I could now I can actually see them like, I, I mean, I could kind of sense them and feel them and I knew they were there, but now I can literally like see them and not like here, but inside. And so it just really expanded more of this knowledge. And, and so then I knew about the camp's disclosure. I had signed up for the biodome, but I didn't know what the whole process was. And, and so that's really kind of what ties into it is that we were simultaneously um, you know, anchoring in this, this ley line and but from different little aspects. And that's, that's really why I ended up going to uh, Camp Disclosure because I was supposed to be there. And what ended up happening there is I did some sessions with a couple of these people. And that again was purposeful because it was about aligning their energies and frequencies for the next steps of which was Z and a couple of people. Yeah. Now, when you say you bury it, you put this in the ground, you literally bury it and leave it? Yes. And then just, and it stays there. How deep does it go or how does that? Yes. Well, I literally bury it with just the, the point that's above the ground where you can't see it. But. So you don't want to be walking barefoot and step on that thing. It's, it's not in anywhere that you would find it. Okay. Never in any way that you would find it. So, so yeah, so I ended up in Camp Disclosure because even in the biodome was, that was the end, um, really anchoring in this, this ley line. And I was literally sitting right next to Z. We did it together. Yeah. Up doing a lot of those frequencies and energies. So That's and it's just testament of how all this is working now. And like with you guys, it's no coincidence. It's all these soul families are coming together. We're realizing really what we're doing. This is all orchestrated from all the galactics. But, but I want to emphasize that really it's us because we are that energy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great yeah. point. That's a great point. I was just talking to a friend the other day and it's like, you know, we really have to start understanding how powerful we are Yeah. because we're capable. It just hit me. We talk about it all the time, but it actually hit me like how powerful we actually are. I don't know why it's just something we're going through right now or what, but um, so where can somebody actually get that purchase that technology? Um, they can go to frequencyadjuster.com. Okay. And actually get or learn information about me. You can also um, look me up at KathleenHaley.com. But right now, that's going to take you to my Facebook page because I'm in the process of getting my um, website up. Sure. Now, you, you said when you were a kid, you were hearing your parents speak to you, but you were hearing something different. Now, does this does this carry on into adulthood? Meaning that like you, no one could ever lie to you because you would be able to just call bullshit immediately because you can hear what they're thinking. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. I mean, yes. I mean, I can hear what they're, th yes, for sure. I can hear what people are thinking. And, 
but we all can, you know, it's really, it's not unique to me. Um, you know, people are funny. They're like, so what am I thinking right now? And it's very funny when people do that because they put up a block and I could like move the energy and go in, but you know, it, we have free will. So I'm not going to do that, you know, with, with the free will aspect, because that would be doing something that isn't in that energy. It's really more, it flies to you. You know, it's an illusion to think that um, there's any privacy. It doesn't exist. You know, we're, we're one energy and everybody knows what everybody's doing. We just mm -hmm. deny it, you know? <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, yeah. Once you tap into that intuition, you know, when somebody's being truthful and being honest, yeah. and deceptive, um, if they're who, whatever, if they have an attachment, I mean, I don't know if everybody is that way. I feel, I can definitely tell. Yes. I, every, everybody is that way, but if we have some kind of agenda, you know, then we will bypass it. You know, if we like them, if we don't like them, if we have, if we have some sort of judgment when we're communicating with a person, you won't know if you have any judgment. That's but if you're true. in a place of neutral, you'll absolutely know. You feel it right away. Very true. Uh, it's almost like um, you, you don't want to believe it in a way. Like if it is somebody yeah. you like, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to believe that something could be attached to that person or whatever. So you don't believe it and you don't see it and you're not tapping into it. That's interesting. Yes, exactly. Because when you're not in a place of neutral. Yeah. Now you mentioned automatic writing. I've tried this before and it was really interesting. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know, it's basically when you just start writing uh, and then you just kind of let your thoughts be channeled through the pen and i started off with like really nice handwriting and by the end i could barely read what i was writing but when i go back and read it it's like this really profound message that probably could still i could read it right now and it would still benefit people is, yeah is that the kind of was that what you were dealing with yeah well with with me it was i was hearing it in my head because i was getting it all the time and i think they were trying to get me out of my thinking mind because I had, you know, we, we use the mind as like the computer for the software that we add to it. But there's also all this other software that's constantly coming in around us that's making confusion. So I think for me, um, my higher self and all of the guides and everybody were, were trying to help me with that. So I was actually hearing it in my head and it was coming out in my hand, but I was confused. So I, I told him, I said, you have to, you have to help me. So they changed the direction of my handwriting. So I go this way and they went this way, but then they also made it a point to say, we are here all the time to start it so that I would know because I'm so analytical and questioning. I had so much going on and I was like, are you sure? You know, especially cause you're hearing it. It's real fast though. What I began to recognize were the different feelings that I was having. And I could tell the handwriting, yes, sometimes real fast, usually scribbly. I would tell them it would, it would depend, you know, I was trying to change them. But I could tell who it was, you know, if it were, because some of the galactics would do more telepathic. And that's a different frequency than if it's more aligned to what's here kind of connected to the earth. So there were different frequencies that were coming through. And it's, you can liken it to just when you're, when you're with friends, you know, if you really are attuned, right, you can be in a room and you can feel the difference of people 
right? If somebody is real close and somebody, so that frequency is the same thing when you do an automatic writing or something, it allows it, at least for me, like I said, and there, but there's degrees of that. Just like I was talking about before about the channeling, it depends on sort of how aware you are of your multidimensional self. Yeah. Do you have any idea of what these Arcturians and Andromedans look like? Uh, and that, and as far as physical appearance, or is it just an energetic interaction? Well, like you said, I'm starting to see what I'm looking at. I believe it's the Arcturians. They, it's funny, I knew you were going to ask me this, and I had this already earlier, and I thought, I'm not good at describing. So. <laughs> but they're kind of sharp. Um, when I look at um, just, just sort of the head, it's almost like sharp sort of edges, but is what I'm seeing. And I don't know if it's a uniform or something that I'm looking at. Um, I believe it's it's the Arcturian. It could be the Andromedan, though. I'm not quite sure which one's showing up because um, they're kind of both there. Yeah. And but yeah, they're. I, when I'm looking at it, I, I think it's. I'm not positive which one it is to tell you the truth. Or maybe they're both there, and I'm seeing them overlapping a little bit. Um, Interesting. I liked how you brought up the uh, the cloud ship because so many people, uh, somebody we know, Siobhan Hill, I don't know if you're aware of her. She is uh, communication channels the Andromedan Oversoul or however she words it, but she's always talking about these cloud ships, always. And then she'll, you know, post pictures of them and stuff. And, you know, that's something that really, like, I've, I've had dreams and visions of these cloud ships, but when I see a cloud, it's really hard for me to determine if, if it's a craft or if it's just a cloud, like, is there some way to specifically know besides obviously just feeling into it? Well, again, for me, I, I'm so, um, I just sense the density, you know, there's a difference yeah. when you, if, and we can all do this. It's just about, if you begin to recognize subtle energies to get really clear with subtle energies and it's an easy way to really do it so you want to think about like when i learned um kind of how to begin any kind of energy healing when i gone to england they're teaching they were teaching mediumistic development like being a medium right so medium is typically you're you know experiencing ghosts okay so they'd say like if you say like a grandfather comes through and unless you literally see him, right? How do you know that it's a grandfather? So you have to know how in this 3D reality, you, um, how does a grandfather taste, smell, uh, you know, touch, see, feel? Because your regular five senses put together is your sixth sense. So if you want to develop the subtlety energy start to pay attention like like with the clouds okay pay attention to more not just your eyes what's happening is there do i have a sensation in my body do i have is there a thought is there what's going on with me so if you as if you start to pay attention to that a bit more especially if you have a time that you've already figured out that i am connecting to something other than me Right. If you're if you if you're already aware of that, this is a lot easier because you can you can just 
you know, expand that experience of when that's happening. Like you yeah. said, you're talking about automatic writing. Don't just make it about that. Really feel more. Let your awareness. Because in your kind of inner eye, you know, there's the expansion. It happens. And I don't know if you're aware of that, but it's almost like you you take your eyes and you flip them out like that. And it's like this view goes and you just have this giant view of everything. And it, it's not unique to me. It's really how it works. It's just, we narrow it. Right. If so, if we, if we just say to ourselves, become the observer, come into that neutrality, get neutral, and then just kind of say, huh, okay. So, like if you're looking at a cloud and you have, maybe that's a ship, right? So you, so you just go into neutral. So like, oh, I want to see, is it? Because when you're doing that, you're actually more dense, which is more 3D. So you're less likely, right? Sure. To so what you do instead is you kind of go in neutral and you take a breath and you just start to experience it. And then, and then it's almost like you take your eyes in internal vision and you begin to experience, and that internal vision will literally kind of go like this and come out. Yeah, interesting. Right? Well, I, and I know that feeling. Uh, yeah. My mother passed away years ago, and when she's around, um, I know her presence. I don't right. see anything. Sometimes I do. I yeah. have seen things, but sometimes I'll feel her energy in the room, and, and I just know it's her. So I guess, but I'm, I'm more in tune with her, but I get it's the same concept, basically, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so if you just expand on that, that's how you can have an idea whether or not the cloud is a ship or not. You know, these are what we're talking about is really separating from 3D into 4D. That's what we're literally doing. Yeah. Okay, we, don't, we don't know we're doing that necessarily, but that's a difference because the real difference between 3D and 4D are um, emotional expressions. You know, it's it because this earth is really all about emotions. That's the experience. It's all different emotions. So, so the 3D emotional experiences are, you know, things like uh, it's I'm just me. You know, there's that separation that it's where the ego can step in on either side. Like I'm not sure I'm backing away or I'm, I'm too much, you know, about me. Those, those kind of energies that make it, yes or no, on or off, any of those uh, emotions, you know, those are all 3D emotions. When we hit that neutrality, we're in 4D. And then, and then when we can expand with that, you know, in this more, uh, it's, it's not about so much of that, that very dense, you know, right or wrong. There's no right or wrong, first of all, in any of that, but but can you feel what I'm bringing you that? Yeah. So that's the difference, right? And so once you can start to experience that, that's when you'll notice the more subtle. That's when you'll start to really experiencing the galactics and the more energy. Yeah. And it's, I guess back to basics, raising your vibration would help that tremendously as far as being able to tap into that and, and uh, you know, not let the emotions take over. Yeah. Well, the more you can get into that neutral, the more practice, what you'll end up doing is anchoring in that 4D, which then will continue you on your path of this ascension. And as we're doing that, and that's what people are doing in different degrees, is they're anchoring in different aspects at that time. And that's how we have a different awareness. I've been able to anchor in, I think, you know, each, each kind of, um, you know, um, 
dimension has a, a range to it as well, right? So you have sort of four point something, one, two, three, whatever, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I kind of have this awareness that I may be at like 4.8 or 4 point, something like that. You're talking you know? about like the frequency, the hertz? Yes. Yeah. Kind of like, well, kind of like the frequency, yeah, yeah, of, of where you are on that kind of sure. dimensional aspect. And, and so that's kind of how different people are having different abilities, if you will, or different ways they connect. It's sort of where are they on the spectrum of anchoring in, you know, yourself. Now, as far as like, I know you mentioned that the Galactic Council of Nine mm-hmm. uh, and this, this council, like, do they exist? And like, what density is this occurring in? What dimension or density is, it, or, you know, it's not third or fourth, obviously. How high up are yeah, they? Yeah, I think, I think they're 12th or 13th. Oh, wow. That's a lot yeah. higher. It's it's interesting, well, because I heard that like it only like once you pass like six or seven, where are do you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say here? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I didn't think that it, you're talking about like like in the law of one. Yeah, like, rise. Yeah, like a physicality. Yeah, yeah. Past past the sixth, I think, is not physical like here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot of I mean, like the Andromedans could be like twenty. You know, I mean, they're, but it's, but we communicate, you know, with all ranges. I mean, we're able to communicate with all sure. ranges. Uh, now, so whenever you are communicating, like, I guess your mission is clearly more to, uh, for healing purposes, maybe. Uh, or what, what, what I feel sort of a generalization is I'm here to alchemize this fourth density frequency help optimize it off the planet in whatever capacity so because and i've done it through the through my own vehicle and uh and i do it through other people so that's kind of the idea of what's happening you know we want to be able to completely alchemize that consciousness off of the planet we are going to ascend there's no question we're on a trajectory it's happening regardless but um all that you're seeing in the world right now is this elevation of that consciousness trying to hold on and keep humanity in this very dense 3d you know energy to keep that their themselves here basically um so yeah so let's Let's talk about that. Um, what are your thoughts? What is your take on what's happening right now uh, galactically, like it, on a deeper level than what we're seeing play out on the surface? Like what, what's the planet going through? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, so, um, well, there's a couple of things. So, the, so Earth herself is, um, you know, Gaia, Sophia Gaia is the energy that is inhabiting Earth, right? And and she um, wanted to be able to ascend and kind of got brought down, right, into this 3D reality. And this, we'll call the reptilian consciousness, has been here and, and has, has not in the 4D, we'll call them 4D consciousness, the 4D consciousness um, doesn't have the ability to experience life in 
human form and doesn't have the ability to create. So they kind of figured out to infiltrate the bodies of humans yeah, and know. right and and keep us down. And so this is what's what's been going on. And and of course they live in the frequency of fear. That's all they know. So they needed to perpetuate the fear. And this is what's what's been happening. And um so they're um this is like right now, there's like this sort of last ditch effort for what's left of this consciousness to um, to leave. We, the earth desires to um, transcend into the next dimension. This fourth density consciousness doesn't want that to happen. And so all that you're seeing right now is this sort of screaming, so to speak, of this consciousness trying to keep humanity in this, there are two major frequencies, which is uh, imprisonment, enslavement, and sacrifice energy. So these are the, the energies that we've been playing out. We've been convinced to do this. Think about it just from a simple level where you're not authentically yourself. You're not feeling that you can just be yourself. And right. so what do you do? You hide inside yourself and you deny. So, you know, and then, and then there's this fear, right? That I can't be myself and whatever might happen, blah, blah, blah. Right? So we know this. So this is really all this happening. I mean, it's kind of pretty simplistic, that there's just an energy there that wants to perpetuate it and has incredible technology. They're very smart. This fourth density energy are very, they're all mental. It's all the mind. And that's what they've been doing forever is keeping the humanity in the mind, which makes us literally entrap ourselves, makes us create the fear for them. This is what's been happening over and over. And so we're at this kind of place now that so many of us, are waking up. Remember what I said to you in that kind of wake up process, you know, we're, we are uh, already a higher frequency energy and we're, we're just uh, vibrating at our natural rate. We, we've been unintentionally just not recognizing that. And so in this recognition, we're kind of allowing our own light to be brighter is what's happening. That's what's happening. Mm -hmm. And so the more light that we're shining on this, energy that's been, um, you know, basically controlling us, it doesn't like it. It doesn't want us to recognize, you know, that they're not very strong, you yeah. know. But unfortunately, as you see in the world right now, there's a, a huge herd mentality going on, right, in that, in, with all the masks and all that stuff going on. Yeah. So I would say that that what's the most important is that being neutral. That's why we have to find that neutral. We have to, I believe what we're, we have to literally make a decision to unplug from that matrix. We just have to say, I'm done. I'm unplugging. It doesn't mean I'm not going to have a life. It just means I'm done with that. Right. And once we've, we've made that decision, just like I was talking about the frequency adjuster, when you make this decision, you're auto automatically aligned to it. Well, that's the same thing. Once we make that actual decision, we become aligned much more to our true multidimensional self and our light just will continue to shine. That's, that's that whole wake up. The more that that happens, the more that this energy um, doesn't have any control 
you know, isn't able to. The other thing there, you know, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Lori Ladd, but Lori Ladd did a really great, yeah, yeah okay, she yeah, did a really awesome. great video, right, and really talked in great detail about a lot of this, about this whole reptilian agenda. She downloaded very great detail and kind of talking about what she had said, because it's a lot of what I understand, um, you know, that the the galactics have basically taken off 90% say of, of this energy, but there's this 10% that's left here and why they can't just suck it off is because it's literally inside of humans. And if they would do that, they kill the humans. So we have to ascend this. And, and that's what I was saying is that I'm recognizing as part of my energy here is bringing a person into that place of neutrality so that that energy comes to the surface and then we can uh you know transmute it in some cases i've literally taken it and then transmuted i literally go with this frequency i mean literally making these guttural sounds and i've had it come out you know literally out of the body and then transmute to source yeah but but this is the thing that's going on and you know, this energy, because uh, it, it's in people, right? It's in humans. So there's there's not a lot of the actual reptilian energy on the planet. It's more the humans. There's like a few that have been, they're in the humans, but they're puppeting others that are puppeting others and so on. That, oh, yeah. That's kind of, right. That's yeah. how it works. And I've also, yeah. so I've heard that like, you know, they can only do, like you said, 90%, but there's 10% left. Yeah. And part of that is because also that it's not their job. It's, you know, at some point along the line, even though we didn't realize we gave them permission, we allowed for all this to happen. So this is, uh, even though it was done really uh, without us knowing, we still gave permission. We still allowed, we still voted these people and we did all of this stuff. And now it's our responsibility to fix that. It has nothing to do with whoever's here to help ascend the planet. Uh, at some point, we have to we have to do the work too. Yes, and there's a and there's a lot in that. So, um, first of all, you're right. You know, we we agreed to this, and but at some point, there has been free will infringement, which is why yeah. the Galactics have, have sort of helped. But but for the most part, um, yeah, there's no. It's not good or bad, right or wrong. And the other thing is because this is a duality. There's really no way except for maybe some of the brand new star seeds that have never been on the planet. But for anybody else that's had lifetimes, there's no way that you haven't particip- participated on both sides of the fence. And this is another thing that I've come to recognize in my own self is that, you know, I have a, a lineage like in Lemuria and, and um, you know, Atlantis and so on, being a master at the time there and this energy and that kind of stuff. And I think a lot of us have had that. And during that time, there was a lot of experimentation and so on going on. And this is at the time of this sort of reptilian consciousness coming in. Mm -hmm. And um, I believe that, you know, we participated in actually creating this. And so like for myself, I think that that occurred. And and then I had this sort of recognition of like, oh no, look what happened. And so I've been reincarnating to kind of fix this over over lifetimes. I think a lot of a lot of us have. And so I've been coming back as these children, and then you know just just different um, experiences that were happening through the lifetime where it finally got to a point 
that um, before this lifetime, that there was this recognition that, you know, you, you, I'm not I'm not going to participate in this 3D at all because there's this recognition that you can't participate in it and fix it. It doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. You have to disengage from it. And so I think a lot of us came here in this lifetime with that um, aware that mission, but we didn't know what we meant. And so what you're finding is a tremendous amount of light workers in this lifetime. And it was even myself where you have, you know, a lot of not only childhood abuse and all that kind of stuff, cause you're still clearing those karmic loops and all that, but also, um, where they haven't necessarily been able to create lives like a lot of money or a lot of whatever, because there was this underlying thing saying, I'm not going to participate, but we didn't understand what we meant. What we meant was we weren't going to participate in the 3D matrix, but we want a life. And that's what we're waking up to now, you know, in in getting neutral to go, oh, yes, how brilliant we are, because we knew we're coming in at this time to help ascend this. But I think there's a lot of that, you know, this is a lot of this energy that people have been working out that you know, all different directions of that, you know. And, and you talk about, you know, you can't beat the system. We can't fix it once you're in it. Uh, yes, and, exactly. And I quit, I quit my job at 15 years about uh, on July 17th. And when I did that, I felt, it, I've never felt something more tangible in, in my awakening than this, than me exiting that program. It was mm-hmm. so real it was so tangible it was so apparent that i had just exited some type of matrix some type of program and my body changed Um, i had certain cravings and habits and certain things i did it just all left with that and it was i wasn't expecting it and i'm still dealing with it now and i'm still figuring out and trying to navigate what i'm supposed to be doing and then things are just kind of happening uh in a beautiful way but it's right, and I'm seeing that more and more now. You're right that yeah. that once you leave, once you make that decision to leave, then you can really do something about it. Yeah, and you know, my experience of kind of like that was um, it wasn't that long ago, actually. I don't know how many years now. I mean, maybe a bit of time ago now. But uh, I had um, what people sometimes refer to as kind of the dark night of the soul, but it. But what what I likened it to was um, the caterpillar going becoming the butterfly. And if you're familiar with the stages, there's a stage in the chrysalis stage where the caterpillar literally becomes liquid before it becomes a butterfly. So imagine that, you know, you're encased in this enclosure and, you know, you're liquid. And so, so if we think about life, it was like for me, I had this you know, imagine the, the butterfly, right? So they have this awareness that um, they were this land creature and, you know, but, but now they're, they're liquid and they're encased in this enclosure and they have this new awareness that something really amazing is coming in, but they're encased in this enclosure. And this is kind of what happened to me is like, I got to a point that, um, I mean, quite literally I was on the street. I had, you know, I didn't have money. I had, I, I, and I ended up, having a place to live and so on, all these things happen. But, but it was like that, that um, I couldn't, I couldn't get my life working. I kept stepping into business, kept stepping into things, but something wasn't right. It wasn't there. 
And it just, it was like cycling the point that everything was shutting down and it was all shutting down for me. And I was losing my mind. And I said, if, if traditional medicine had gotten hold of me, they'd medicate me and lock me up. And I knew, I knew nothing and no one was going to help me. I knew that I had to, I don't I didn't know what I was going to do. And so it was exactly like that. If you're imagining, but there's something that's telling you something else is coming. And so it was quite literally that, that moment of being that, caterpillar being liquid and and i just had this recognition that i'm liquid there's nothing i can do so i let go and i surrendered and i found the zero point and it was almost instantaneous that my multi-dimensional self just really lit up and just you know and had like all this very clear awareness like i said i've had all this for a long time but um, but this was different, you know, when it was kind of like what you described, mm-hmm. really expansive. And and, uh, and that, that was really my journey that's brought me much more into now and just that continual expansion, you know. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, yeah. I think uh, these are the types of stories that people need to hear right now because so many people are on that tipping point. They want to make the leap, but they can't. I was there for two years before I finally did it. But I couldn't imagine of done it, doing it any sooner than I did. It, it was a perfect time. But yeah, yeah, we are definitely seeing things transform. Yeah, and and why it seems so difficult is because I say everything's about matching frequencies. That's all we're doing. That's all we're doing is matching frequencies in order to be comfortable. And think about matching frequencies in terms of emotions, like. Um, you know, well, a faster frequency always tries to raise a slower one up. So imagine, you know, you and I come around each other and say, I'm happy and you're mad. What's going to happen is my happy is going to give your mad a bump because it, it's going to irritate you because I'm vibrating at a higher rate. And so as long as I maintain my happy, you only have two choices. You either meet me at happy or you go away. That's it. And so this is what's going on all the time. So what happens is, is that when we do a couple of things, when we, when we begin to start to wake up, well, first of all, remember I told you that the body is the thing that is in the 3D, not our energy. So when we talk about now, I'm literally, my sort of insides are vibrating faster than my outside. So I'm irritating myself. And that's what begins to happen is you start to really make yourself, oh, I can't, I don't even know what to do. And then on top of it, because everything's about matching frequencies in order to be comfortable, most likely everything around you and everybody around you isn't close to the vibration that you've now just clicked into. So there's nothing for you to match to. So you're irritating everybody around you. So all it does is feel uncomfortable. And so you're like, I, you're like, I can't find anywhere that feels comfortable. Right. And, and that's what's happened. Fortunately now we've got a lot more individuals that are waking up and we've got a lot more. And so, so now we can start to feel more comfortable and, and definitely like for me, the comfort happened when I let go because I felt my, my galactic family, you know, so there was my connectedness. There was my matching frequency that I could align to that. I started to, that I just expanded my own energy out to be able to feel, you know, start to do that. Yeah, But that's why these types of things are so important. What you guys are doing is so important. And I really love what you're doing and so happy, you know, to be here and continue. And, and what, you know, it's getting out and speaking so that we can share this light so that as individuals lights are popping on, 
they can have something to feel comfortable. You know, it's not just like saying, hey, you're not alone. It's like, you're going to feel it. You know, that's why we end up in these places and we end up in the stuff that's going on. And we're just going to continue that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Amen to that. Um, Very positive note to end it on. I think, um, yeah, because people are confused right now. A lot of people are confused just with what's going on. And especially if you're going through awakening or you don't really know what's what's going on, uh, hearing stuff like this can really help. help, Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We are not alone. No, 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 we're not. Um, Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all that with us. Um, It's amazing. And uh, remind everybody one more time where they can find that uh, your frequency adjuster. adjuster. Yeah. Frequencyadjuster.com or KathleenaHaley.com. You can find me. And uh, yeah, I'd love to um, come back sometime and uh, hang out with you guys and love what you're doing. So thank you. Yeah, we'll definitely we have that. to stay in touch. Definitely. And yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, it's amazing. I, I can only imagine, you know, it's funny you described everything you've been through and everything you're doing and all this stuff we're, we've been talking about. We're we're really only at the beginning. Yeah. It, yeah, you know, we're just on the precipice of knowing exactly who we are. Yeah. You know, we, we don't have any idea just yet. So it's going to be fun. It's a fun ride. And that and that's really something I do want people to, to recognize, you know, they're not alone and we are going to succeed through this. And, uh, you know, it, this is going to be very exciting to get to know who you really are. And so, yeah, so yeah. you keep out of that minutia, just, just realize it's just, it's just, uh, like, you know, screaming noise. And so just yep. kind of allow it. Self-discovery. Yeah. yeah. That's right. why, that's why we see a lot of relationships failing right now because people are discovering who they really are. You know, when you meet somebody in the 3d world, you're meeting somebody, you, you didn't even know who you were, so how could you know who you, what you wanted? And yeah. so now everybody's coming to these realizations and we're seeing a separation, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. No, and, I, and, and just to mention to that, it's not, you know, it's never really a separation. It's actually a connectedness because, again, it goes back to that frequency. It's like when you become authentic, yeah, at first it might feel like a loss. That's only because that's where you were comfortable. Mm-hmm. And once you realize that that's just where I've been comfortable and you take a breath and you get neutral about it, man, when that person who really matches you comes along, it's going to be a magic ride, you know, and really different. So mm-hmm. uh, it's really, we, we have been sacrificing ourselves in so many ways. And so now we're not doing that. Even like you guys showing up and they like said, quitting your job and doing whatever, those are huge steps and it just gets better and better. And if we can, if we can focus on that and just get excited and stuff like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm losing and everything's so different. It's like, yeah, it's different, but, but really take a look, you know, step back for a second and just feel and realize we're really happy. You know, I mean, it's not working right. You know I mean? It's not really going, you know, in the way that we wanted it to go anyway. So how exciting that we have real possibilities now. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Well it, said. Yes. Well said. And something about it, there's like no fear. I thought it was going to be a scary yeah. thing. And I've never been more content in my life. I've never been happier. I don't even know how to describe it. And I have no idea what the future holds. And I'm not stressing out about it. I'm not yeah. letting, I'm not even worrying about it one step at a time, you know. Well, okay. and you said the key thing, no fear, because remember, fear is all that three third dimensional density energy. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yep. Unplug from the fear. Yep. 
Yeah, exactly. And that's another thing too, just really quick. It's just something I always have to remind myself is when you start thinking about the future like that, I've said this before, but um, it, it does create anxiety. So if you can just focus on right now, what you're doing, take that next step and not worry about what's coming after that. You take that next step and complete whatever task you are focused on now, then the next opportunity will present itself. The next step will present itself. And you can operate that way without having to stress out about, oh my God, what am I going to do in two years? Which requires kind of faith because we we want to control everything so often, like our our ego, right? Wants to know everything that we're going to be doing and make all these plans and control everything. Um, on the outside of us, but really what we need to do is focus inward and uh, get ourselves right inwardly. Yeah. And then the outside will will, uh, mirror how we are on the inside, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, because that whole need for control, that's that's how we've been convinced. Yeah. Yeah, but but that's actually a limited way, though, because if if we're projecting, we're, we're, we're using what we already know to create so we're not really creating there's no creative process there but if you actually if you get in the now and you're neutral then we're in all energy we're in all possibilities at that moment that's when the real creative process happens yeah you can take a breath and begin to envision and so if instead of you using what you already know that creates a stressor and if you instead do what we really did as kids that we bypassed, which is start to dream and have fun and play and right and just get in that beautiful energy of like, oh, how amazing would it be like to, I don't know, be wherever I want to be or do it and just feel that energy. Mm-hmm. You're literally, because literally that's what happens is energy comes out of you and it get and it projects out to all possibilities. It goes to, to the um, quantum field of where all possibilities are but it but it literally goes you know all across the earth it goes to all humans and it sends out like this amplified message to anywhere that might match that and yeah. so those things just begin to come to you yeah. and so and again that's just part of what we're, we're learning as we say we're on the precipice of understanding really the creation process which i will add just a little bit i have a couple of videos if you go on the Kathleen Haley on YouTube, you can watch a couple of videos that I did about, you know, the crystalline DNA. And also the, I talk about the total field, which is nice. the unified field on how we actually create. So there's a couple of videos. There. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, you should have you should have added that anyway. I, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, go go right check now. out her YouTube channel. Yeah, the YouTube. Yeah, it went uh, there. I'll add, I'll add you guys at some point to it as well. <laughs> oh, thank you. Perfect example of how we all live in fear is the people around me were more fearful for me quitting my job than I was as far, as far as people (laughs) were like, well, what are you going to do about insurance? What about retirement? Like, how are you going to do this? And then they would like, they, they were panicking. I'm like, I, I, you know what, I'm not worried about that. And a lot of that stuff is designed to keep us in fear. You have to have health insurance. The retirement plan, that is the biggest scam of all time. That. That people will not quit their job. They will not miss an hour of one day of work because they know that hour goes to their retirement and it keeps them so trapped into that job and it, they'll never get out if they don't change their mind about that. Yeah. And oh my gosh, I could go into so much about what that system really is. But I just wanted to say that, you know, the reason that all those people around you were more upset is because 
you were vibrating higher than them. So you were literally yeah. affecting them. It had nothing to do with you. Yeah. <laughs> it was their energy was being triggered, you know, into their own uncertainty. That That's how that herd mentality works on the other side. You know, it's like everybody, you know, wants to be like each other. And then you get one person that stands out. It's different. They have to make you like them because we're so used to being, or all those individuals are so used to being like one mind, one thought. Then when you have your actual sense of autonomy, it freaks them out yeah. because it's hitting them, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, this has been really amazing. Uh, I know we... We tried ending it already, but this happens all the time. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Great. this happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Well, I'm I'm thrilled to be here. So I think you guys are doing great. I like your energy. You guys are really, you know, doing a great job. So thank well, you. We appreciate thank that. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. It's so great to have you on. Yeah. Um, yeah, everybody, go check out her YouTube channel. Go uh, check out her frequency adjuster. Um, she's doing some really important stuff, as you know already. So. And uh, thank you all for listening and tuning in every week and for all these pop-up podcasts. Um, uh, the support means everything. Uh, and just thank you again because it's you guys that uh, keep us doing what we're doing. So that yeah. being said, I guess we'll wrap it up unless you guys have anything to add. No, thank you. I'm great. I really appreciate it. I mean, we could talk all night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys later. Until next time. Great.